Eritrean. Well, regardless of that, I don't I don't know that as a as a fact. I, that's just something that I, uh, that I've been reading about. And this this area of the world is very interesting from a biblical perspective and from a time that we anticipate celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ uh, again 2021. Um, I'm sure that a lot of people are very familiar uh, with the legend and also the biblical story and Hollywood production and so forth and so on of um, Solomon and Sheba Solomon and Sheba and uh, the area of Africa that I just mentioned Eritrea, Ethiopia, Somalia and all the different uh, subgroups of people that live uh, in, in that area. And some may even go as far as include Kenya. But regardless, um, that area is uh, most definitely uh, part of what, is, what was in biblical time, the kingdom of Sheba. The Kingdom of Sheba, a very powerful civilization, very powerful people, uh, have a long history uh, that they can um, uh, recollect and, and uh, reach back to. And uh, most people know some, something about Ethiopia, but it's really it takes in-depth study to really get to know who these people are, much less Eritrea and other areas there. Maybe of all those places I mentioned, maybe uh, we might be, my wife and I, like I said before, co-pastor and I, we had some good friends from Eritrea and uh, we were so very, very impressed by them. We traveled together in different places, parts of the world, and we, we always listened to them and their wisdom and the thing that they shared with us. There is a tendency, it's a human thing, to romanticize biblical story, um, definitely, People tend to grab the stories, biblically, or biblical or not, uh, to some way, somewhat integrate them in their own perspective, their own point of view, and their own cultural realization. But this wonderful story, biblical story of Solomon and Sheba, uh, as I've written about it and lectured about it, uh, Sheba is definitely, definitely not, um, she's not given the type of prominence and recognition that the Bible gave her because of her own, you know, her own experiences and the way how 
uh, Eurocentric uh, interpretation of the Stoic has come about. But Shiva, the, 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 the person that we call Shiva, you know, the Queen of Shiva, the Queen of Shiva was definitely, definitely a very, very important person in the story. And in many ways, when you look at the story very closely, she is given biblically the same prominence. The Queen of Sheba uh, is um, given the same prominence as uh, Solomon. But as I said, this is a prequel, and we'll get into more of it. And how does this do now? How does it affect? How does it relate to? Um, to you know this time that we look to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Well, in many ways it does. Um, I began with the Shebans and the Sheban Empire because in the story, another story that sometimes it's just interpreted maybe a little bit too one-sided. People tend to focus on the sins of David and the sins of Bathsheba. And indeed, there's no question about what they did was sinful and certainly was not condoned by God. And it came with a price. But it also came eventually with a blessing. When we read the story of uh, David and Bathsheba, there are certain things that we should um, pay attention to. I began with the whole thing about Sheba because David had this illicit, uh, uh, committed murder as a you know, part of this thing that he got caught up with this beautiful uh, lady that he saw from his balcony bathing and all kind of implication there. But if you if you look if you look closely at her name, her name is Bat Sheba. Actually two words, uh, lots of languages they English does it too, but we just take it for granted. We join different words together. Um, uh, you know, we have sometimes we have prefixes and suffixes and stuff like things that we put at the beginning of a word and at the end of the word, but it tells us a lot. You know, it tells us a lot about what the meaning of the word and what the word came from, where the word came from, and so forth and so on. So, but uh, is daughter. Bat is daughter. Bar is son. Uh, and so when the Bible said that she was Bat, she but it wasn't so much her name, was telling us about her ethnicity and so forth and so on. And that she was a Sheban a daughter of Sheba, an African. Well, David himself, you know, he's Mediterranean, Eastern 
Southern Mediterranean person, he's Middle Eastern. And but the interesting thing about it is that when we go back to Solomon, and Solomon and the Queen of Sheba, hey, Solomon's mother was a Sheban in the first place. So they there was a connection there to begin with. Now I shared, I've been sharing the last few weeks about the Davidic covenant promise that God gave to David. And uh, it's all over the place and in so many different ways. And it is very important as we now consider the birth of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Here's one. Um, of these prophecies, of this prom, of this promise, of this of this covenant, uh, and uh, if we look at Second Samuel, and I've shared that before, the seventh chapter and the sixteenth verse, Second Samuel, the seventh chapter and the sixteenth verse, and I'll read from the New International Version. Your house and your kingdom will endure forever before me. Your throne will be. So we have spoken about the lineage of Jesus many times, the gospel begin, you know, uh, with the lineage of Jesus, Luke, you know, uh, Matthew. But here, we, as we celebrate Christmas, like I was explaining this morning, we'll hear phrases over and over, the city of David, because David was born in Bethlehem. We are going to hear more and more the line of Jesse coming from the line of Jesse, which is David's father. Jesus is referred to in so many ways as a descendant, very plainly in Isaiah all over some of the greatest prophecies, as a descendant of David. The city of David, the throne of David. Just look up the throne of David alone. That Jesus came to occupy or fulfill the promise given to David that his kingdom, his throne, his rule will be forever. Now, as I've been saying over the last few weeks, so definitely this covenant, this promise of God is really fully realized, completed in Jesus. And from this great spiritual uh, connection, we have a uh, Jesus we, we have this connection with Jesus 
So we are also part of the fulfillment of this promise. But let me deal with two things, uh, at least two things quick, quite quickly. One again, we go back to the story of David and Sheba. Now I've tried to make uh, a strong connection between David and the Messiah, Jesus and the Messiah, often referred to as he came, Jesus came to sit on the throne of David. Now, when we consider the relationship, the stuff that happened between David and Bathsheba, uh, the story is so often told from their transgression. And like I said before, yes, they did transgress in a big way. She is not, can't be excluded. But I'm going to talk a lot more about how she was blessed too. Uh, the son died, but Solomon came. And Solomon clearly, definitely, evidently showed a strong connection between God's promise to David and the king that Solomon became. Because there's an express uh, prediction when God talks about uh, David's uh, line would continue forever. He also talked about, and through the person that will build my house, and that was definitely Solomon, whose name is peace. So as Jesus came into this world to bring us peace, there is a connection to Solomon in very special ways that has nothing to do with the great emphasis that we put on that story about the sin that they committed. And the second point that I would try to bring to you, yes, because Jesus came to take away the sins of the world. He came to wash us clean with his blood, his sacrificial blood. So when we emphasize the sins of uh, David and Bathsheba, let us also rejoice in the redemptive grace and love of God for sinners and how he's able to fulfill his promise through defeat in sin that Jesus is now on the throne, sitting on the right side of God the Father, interceding for us and our sins, amen, right now and forever. So, we think about Jesus.